Join me right now on Kumite TV is UFC middleweight powerhouse Marvin Vittori. What's going on, Marvin? All good, man. I just got done with a good uh, cardio session, last session of the week. And yeah, man, another another week went by next to my uh, all the time closer to my fight. So all good, man. Very good and uh, happy to be here. So absolutely. All right, man. Well, you know, tomorrow is your rest day. You know, what do you usually do on Sundays? Tomorrow, I'm just going to try to lift my legs up as much as I can and just rest the whole day, honestly. I don't even think I'm going to do anything. Just stay at home, sleep as much as I can. Because sleep, man, at the end of the day, you can do as many things as you want as your recovery, but sleep is still this mo the most important thing. So, yeah, man, I think I might go to the beach a little bit, have a coffee, but most of it, I'm just going to rest at home, honestly. All right. Um, now, before we get into the fight stuff, I wanted to talk about hashtag bike porn. You know, like I saw a picture of you uh, on a bike. You know, what's up with the? Are you big into biking? Uh, kind of, yeah. You know, like uh, I grew up like uh, I have a friend that is the son of one of the biggest cyclists ever, one of the greatest cyclists ever. Is uh, Francesco Moser. I don't know if you heard of him. And we live, we like, we grew up together, and uh, we live very close to each other. And Italy, it's pretty. I, I actually. I actually biked when I was like like 10 to 13 or something like that. I was actually biking. And yeah, it's pretty big. You know, I live up in the mountains and uh, there's a lot of awesome views to bike. And But at first I was like a, just as a – like a, for, for fun, you know, just riding it because sometimes here they make fun. But, you know, when we go biking, we just dress up like, like real bikers if we're, if we're not really. And so I was just riding, riding uh, bike porn. But then I actually got a good bike. Got a tanks actually. I got a tank actually. My good friends down in Milan, Peru for Chicli, and they actually gave me an awesome bike. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been it's been great. And actually, I'm gonna have it shipped real soon here. Actually, my workout was actually on the bike today too. So yeah, man, I like it. It's uh, it's nice. And bike porn is just funny, but it <laughs> makes a lot of sense. When you see, you know, when you meet up with your friend, you know, who's a big name in the bike, uh, cycling world, and you guys kind of see where you have come since you guys were children, it's it's kind of crazy, right? No, so wait, because uh, my friend, uh, so the son of this cyclist that I was saying, mm -hmm. so the cyclist that I was saying now is basically like 60 or 65, oh, okay. but his son, he was a phantom early on with biking, but then I guess he... He liked too much uh, partying and pussy, so then he kind of left, you know. Biking is fucking crazy. It's, it's a lot of work. And uh, now he's like kind of like a fashion blogger, you know, like mm. like a, something like that. So he's just having fun. But he was actually very good growing up, and he's obviously still one of my best friends. So, now you know, in different ways, he kind of gave up sport, but he's still going on his way, and he's doing good. And, yeah, man, sometimes it's good to look back and, like, yeah, we're kids from – a little village, for sure. Yeah, partying and pussy can do that to the best of them, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this guy, you know, is a good-looking kid and easy to get lost. But yeah. he always, he, you know, he always keep, keep, uh, like, you know, he's not too completely, I would, like, you know, his head is still pretty center still, you know, so it's okay. So, cause some people can completely lost, lose their mind. He lost a little bit, not too much. <laughs> All right. But uh, it was good, go of back, course. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. You made your return. Uh, UFC Sacramento. You got the decision win over Cesar Ferreira. It was about a month ago. Were you a little nervous 
before they read the scorecards after you know the third round was over because of your decision you know lost to Israel Adesanya uh I mean this time it was pretty pretty like uh one-sided I feel but if a little bit of nerves I always have like you know like it's you never know you see crazy stuff sometimes and you know you do your best out there obviously I tried to finish the fight as much as I could but the guy was game and he, he stood in there so a little bit is always there, but I was pretty confident this more than even last time. And yeah, man. But yeah, I I know my job is to finish the fight, but it's not always easy, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, you've been ready to fight for the last year or so. Did you have a lot of frustration in that time because you didn't get to fight? Or did you embrace the time off and just grind away? Well, I mean, at first I was obviously frustrated, but... Uh, then, then I, you see, I, I try to see things uh, rationally as much as I could, and uh, I turn, I turn all the frustration in the right way, you know. And so, every morning I woke up, I trained like I had a fight, and uh, I said, until I'm alive, I'm gonna keep doing this thing until I eventually have a fight. And then, at one point, this thing looked over, and uh, and it was over, and they gave me a fight, and in fact, I was ready. So, yeah, man. And uh, but he taught me a lot for sure, you know. Like he taught me how to stay ready without getting injured. He taught me how to stay centered and deal with frustration and and anger. And uh, yeah, man, it was. Uh, he gave me a lot of confidence, a lot of like uh, strength, real strength. You know, like real strength is adaptation and patience more than strength. Like somebody would think, like I don't know, like lifting weights or shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for sure, you know, it's. I grew up a lot in, uh, in this last year, even though it was for an unfair, an unfair situation. But still, you have to. A lot of shit happens in the world. It's about it's how you deal with it. In the post-fight interview, you said that you trained your mind the last few years. Could you talk in in more detail about <laughs> how you did that, and and did you bring in somebody, or was it just you know on your own? Well, uh, all the time when you do like mind, like you work on your mind, is a lot of your own for sure. Like it's like. It's obviously you have to uh, break it down and work on on yourself a lot. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been uh, I've been meditate uh, do some meditation, you know, uh, just uh, try to understand yourself as much as you can and try to see when when things kind of like go a little bit out of control, how to bring it back, you know. And um, but yeah, no, I've been working with a guy that it's uh, it's actually a, a professor a professor in a Kelsey Fullerton, it's called Lenny Wisma. And um, yeah, you know, I don't like to call him mental coach sometimes, but yeah, that's that's the word they give him. They they give they give, you know. So yeah, it's a mental coach, but mostly it's like it, it gives you give you a different perspective on things and and how you can deal with it without without getting frustrated, you know, and without like uh, uh, fighting against it, uh, against it completely because Whenever you speak about mine, fighting against it, like try to force anything, doesn't really work. So, yeah, for sure, I've been I've been working with him, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's why they told me, "Oh, did you feel pressure going into the fight?" I said, "No, I'm too good to feel pressure, and I know myself too well to feel pressure." So, for sure, man, it's it's good. It's 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 about not losing any energy going into the fight, and actually using it uh as a, as a tool against your opponent you know? 
<laughs> the upcoming fight is in Vancouver. It's on short notice. When you got the news of this opportunity, were you in California training already? Uh, actually, I was just back, yeah, because uh, I was thinking, you know, you never completely know, but I was kind of thinking October, half October. But, um, but yeah, so even, even for half October, I was already back. And then this, uh, this opportunity came up and I said, uh, yeah, why not? I knew the guy, the guy already uh, refused to fight me one time a year ago before my Uzada situation. And uh, I guess, uh, he was coming from two losses. He was a little bit scared you know, of getting cut, I guess. And so he's like, oh, I'm not going to take this fight right now. But that shows that he's, that he's scared no matter what. Now he's coming from two wins. And he's like, oh, maybe I can, you know, I'm a little bit more relaxed in terms of, like, getting cut and shit. But, like, still, he knows. He knows it's not going to be an easy night. And he's going, he's, he's probably not going to make it. But, you know, at one point you refuse one time. Second time UFC don't like when people refuse fights. So I guess yeah. you have yeah, to take it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was, um, yeah, man, I fight is a fight. And unless I'm top five, I'm going to fight anybody, honestly. Rankings to me are just like, all right, if I'm on title contention, then I'm probably not going to take a fight over with a guy that is not ranked or something. Mm-hmm. But until I'm top five and I'm not in, in title contention, then to me, it doesn't really make much sense. Like, it's not that if I'm top 10 or top 15, I'm like, oh, no, if, if, if a guy is not ahead of me, I'm not going to take it. So... Is that the attitude that you have currently right now that you're just going to fight whoever you need to fight and then and then finally get into that top 10 and then you decide and be more strategic with your matchups? Well, I mean, yeah, for now I'm going to take I mean, I want to fight the big names for sure. But you know, a fight is a fight and every time I get better and uh yeah, of course if I can fight like I mean, after my last fight, I fought, I called out uh, Boratinia. So I, I would love to fight. To uh, I would like to fight guys like him. And not, like, you know, I, I, outside of rankings, I know I'm one of the best in the division. So I don't really care. You know, like big fights are going to come and I'm going to run through them. So my job is to fight. The matchmaker job is to – and my manager is to manage me and the matchmaker is to make, to make matches. And uh, they know – they know I, I come to fight, I show up to fight, and always come ready. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure they're gonna give me good names. But until they just give me, and again, I'm not, I'm not underestimating anything, anybody, you know. In there, everything, everything can happen anyway. So, you know, for now it's good like this, and then, and then yeah, just, just whenever they give me a good name, let's, I'm, I'm, I'll be more happy, more than happy to do it. With the short training camp, what is the protocol for, you know, adjusting to that limited amount of time? Well, it wasn't that short, honestly. It was like, you know, a lot of times people are rushing and things like this, but it's not really like, and again, it's been, I had seven, seven weeks and few days, which is not really short. And um, it's not really <laughs> the seven weeks, it's, it's not really the seven weeks work, you know, it's like, it's me not taking shortcuts, not taking day off, not taking like, uh, months off in the last year and a half you know that's that's the point now seven weeks eight weeks nine weeks it's not it's not a, it's not the, the biggest difference especially like seven weeks is not that little and especially coming off of an, a previous camp and that camp was forever was very long because i was really ready and then 
it was like 12 weeks camp. So then I took like 10. The only thing actually has been like, uh, you know, dealing with like, because uh, after maybe 10 days of rest, you think like your body's completely rested. Then you get back into it and you feel like your body still needs time. You know, it's like things are still building up from the, from the past camp. So you're dealing with that and feeling your body out, making sure uh, you don't add up injuries, but you know, I got a lot, I got, I got good at that and uh, I'm, I'm dealing good. You know, now I'm already like, I'm still like five weeks out and I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about not being in shape. I'm actually going to be a, even a better fighter than the last time. When you put your camp together, you know, who are you bringing in as, you know, your training partners to get ready for uh, Andrew Sanchez? Well, honestly, honestly, you know, like, you do the best you can, but uh, now I'm really focusing on myself. Like, yeah, okay, it's good to worry and about my opponent. It's good to bring in guys that are similar to him, but... If I'm sharp, honestly, like there isn't much that anybody can do. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna work wrestling. I'm 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 working with a way better wrestler than him. You know, they say the wrestler honestly he was he, he didn't even make it to D3 in America. He's like he's a I'm I'm I might win in a wrestling match against him. You know, and uh, 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 and so I just uh, I'm working my wrestling a lot. I'm working my my jujitsu with. Top of the top, uh, Homolo Baral, these guys out there. I'm working con uh, con the condition with uh, uh, my coach, uh, Chase, and he's actually here. He's, he's been with me the whole past year. He's, he's, he's a ride-or-die guy with me, and he's, he's, he's awesome. You know, we, the, last, the last fight I've, I've felt the best I've ever felt. So, um, um, yeah, man. Um, and then uh, Kings MMA and all my part and all my all my partners. <laughs> to find a guy that is better that has a better stand up than him is not hard. To find a guy that like it just maybe is a little hard to find a guy that uh, has like it works a little bit like him. But I know I know his game and he's a he, it's you know I'm I'm gonna focus most on myself more more than him. And I'm no the moment I'm sharp the moment I, I show up it's, there's nothing that can stop me. Like in the next couple months, there's a lot of big middleweight fights coming up. You know, you got Paulo Costa and Yorel Romero coming up. You know, who do you think is going to take that fight? Who do you think is, you know, has the advantages in that one? I think Romero is going to take it. I think Romero. I think honestly, um, the best in the division, I feel like uh, between the best in the division is Romero and Whitaker, uh, me, Adesanya. I don't think Paulo Costa is one of these. I think like. Um, uh yeah i actually think romero had this, his last fight against whitaker it was a very close fight but you know so uh romero's a beast and uh and i don't say that about, about many people i don't think uh costa hasn't hasn't figured it out you know so like costa is a pressure fighter but you can't pressure like that somebody like uh like romero you just can't if you do you're gonna you're gonna get caught in something so it's, but then if you respect him too much, you're going to lose the fight. So it's a, you know, I don't, I don't think he's, he's he hasn't figured it out. But I, like I said, a fight is a fight and I, I can't, I can I can easily be wrong. But I have Romero for sure.
Robert Whitaker, he's going to defend his title versus Israel Adesanya, you know, in October. Do you feel that Israel has a chance against Robert? Because it seems like a lot of people are picking Whitaker to win that fight pretty easily. Mm, Not easily, but I think he has it. You know, Whitaker, it's all smiles and bullshit when it comes to talk, but it's hard to, it's hard to, um, to condition him in, in the sense of like to get to his mind in a way, you know? So when he shows up, it just, he comes to fight and, uh, he's, he's, he's hard to put away. We've, we've seen him many times. And I mean, Adesanya is good too, but I think, uh, Whitaker's going to get him. Whitaker is very good at adapting to people too. So I think Whitaker has him. Do you think Adesanya is getting frustrated with Whitaker because Whitaker doesn't engage in the trash talk? Do you feel that a little bit? I haven't seen much, honestly. I haven't seen much. I've seen a little bit. A little bit, maybe. A little bit. Uh, maybe, yeah. I see a little bit. He just, he just laughs all the time. Yeah. He just laughs. <laughs> I know. You can't. You can't you, you, it's hard to find things to... That, that that actually affect affects him, you know. Mm. So maybe maybe I haven't seen much on this video. You're a young guy, you know. You're you're making yourself, you know, up the division. You know, a lot of these middleweight guys are moving up to light heavyweight and having success. You know, do you see yourself, you know, maybe in the future going up to 205 and and taking on some of those big names? <laughs> Well, I'm 25 now, and I make my way. Like I've, I have also a very good nutrition nutritionist that has been with me forever. Actually, before almost anybody, has been with me from my third professional fights. He's called uh, Matteo Capodaglio. He always he also has a uh, Lauren Murphy and a few other uh, UFC fighters. But um, uh, for now, no, I don't think about it. For now, I don't think about it. But who knows? Man? The big money fights could come soon, you know. I mean, who knows what could happen right in the future? Maybe, maybe I'll we'll see. I, yeah. Well, I have to, I have to. I'm an Italian. We say like taking off some, some little uh, stones from your from your shoe, you know. Yeah. Like I have a few, I have a few fights that I still have to make at 185 before I'm happy. And obviously, get the belt. So yeah, still a lot of work to do at 185. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Well, you know, I'm excited to see you, you know, back in that cage. Uh, September 14th, UFC on ESPN Plus 16 in Vancouver. Thank you so much, Marvin, for the time, and uh, good luck on the fight and your future, man. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'll see you soon. Thank you.